0: This is KMTT Kimitzion Tetzet Torah. This is Ezebek. Shiur on Tuesday in Parshat Shavua with the Ramban. Most of the Shurim in the month of Elul, are special series somehow connected to Elul to Rosh Hashanah. to Yarmim No Ra'im, except for this series which is on Parshat HaShavua, and if we kept it. However, of course. And not by accident, the parashiyot before Rosh Hashanah are directly connected to Rosh Hashanah. Pashat Kitavol. Last week's parashiyot has the This week's parashiyot has the Prit, has Mitzvat Tshuvah, the parashat, and Pashat Hazinu. In fact, it was set up so that they should be read before Rosh Hashanah. And so therefore, the The Parsha, the Ramban and the Parsha, in fact, will be connected to the Immim No Raim, as we shall see today. The Ramban I chose today to talk about is a very famous Ramban, and I first thought maybe not to talk about it because it was so famous. On the other hand, it is so astonishing and perfectly difficult that I think it's worth looking at once again. Ramban is Perek Lamid Pasugbath. This is Parshat HaTeshuvah. Let go back to the beginning of the Parsha. It's after all of the Tochacha of Parashat and Itzavim, which again says that you are having a Brit and you're responsible for the sins which will take place. And Moshe reminds them of how they have been punishment in the past. And there will in fact will be punishment in the future as well. And then after it says HaNistarot Ladonai Eloheinu V'anigzot Lano V'neinu Ad Olam L'assot At kol Dibrei HaTorah Zot Begin Perk Lamed V'haya ki Yavou Alecha Kol HaDivarim HaEle HaBerachah Vahaklala SheNatati LeFanecha When everything described in the Brit of Kitavo any Tzavim will take place both the Barachah and the klala. You'll be in Galut, and you'll begin to reflect and think about Jewish destiny and Jewish history. begin to reflect and think about Jewish destiny and Jewish history. The Pasuk says you will do tshuvah. either a mitzvah to do tshuvah, as what man believes, or a promise includes a promise that in fact it will take place. And then the Pasuk says, And God promises to bring us back out of Galut when we do tshuvah. From the far corners of the earth, God will bring us back to Eretz Yisrael. Now, pasul So, God, He says, you do tshuva, and God will bring you back to Eretz Yisrael, and will be good to you and God will God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your children, the heart of your seed that you shall love hashem your God with all your heart with all your soul for the sake of your lives. Okay, the question is what does this pasuk mean? What do the words mean? Umal Hashem Elokeched But The placement is also interesting. You've already done Shuvah and God has brought you back to Eretz Israel. So your, your hearts have returned to God. What does it mean to circumscribe, circumcise one's heart? Especially after you already did Shuvah. the now says as follows. Umal Hashem Elokeched L'Bavchah m'sayinoto. The man is reacting to my last question. V'amar Chazal. He who comes to purify himself is aided, receives help. That's what this Pasuk means. You will do tshuva and God will circumcise your hearts, meaning he will aid you in the psychological process of doing tshuva. Chacha, God promises you, Shetashuv B'Chol v'hu that you will do tshuva and he will help you. He said, Until this point, Ramban is, is not remarkable at all. And unlike many Rambans we've seen in the past, he doesn't say, I'm now going to say shot." But what he says now introduces a subtle but extremely significant change in the meaning of the words. The Ramban is said till now is, you will do tshuva and God will help you do tshuva. In other words, he doesn't help you do anything you want to do it anyhow. He helps you succeed in what you're doing. taher Now the man says, min From the psukim. Which psuk In general, the psukim, these psukim, perhaps other psukim. The man knows he's not saying literal pshat now. That's what this expression means. V'nir'ah min I'm going to tell you what's going on here. Because... One has a general impression of the following Sha'omer Why it should be Sha'omar I will say Haita Rishut Biyad Adam ki O Rasha For from the time of creation man had permission, had ability, had the power to do according to His will, to be according to His will, tzaddik or rasha, righteous or evil. zman torah And all the time, all the age of Torah, this is true. This expression, the age of Torah, is a very significant one. We'll see immediately what it, what it refers. You don't have to think it's what it means. In all the age of the Torah it is so, that what? That man has the power to be a tzaddik or a rasha. There's a purpose for what we call free will. The purpose is that they, people, should have merit for the choice of the good and punishment for the choice of evil. In other words, Reward and punishment is directly connected to free will. Because you get to reward and punishment for choosing good or evil. Not for being good or evil. That's what he said. That they should have merit for choosing good and a punishment for desiring evil, beretzotam bara. Aval, however, liyamot the days of Mashiach. This phrase, days of Mashiach, is in direct contradistinction to the phrase Zman HaTorah, the age of Torah and the age of Mashiach. will come back to this. It's something... Very worthwhile thinking about the choice of the Maman's terms. But he is distinguishing between the history of the world from creation and all the days, which he calls the days of the Torah, all the days of history. But the Messianic age is different. Then, Batov Lahem Teva. In the Messianic age, choosing good will be for people nature. It will be natural. Lo yit'aveh lahem halev the ma she'eino raui ve lo bo klav. The heart shall not lust after that which is improper and not desire it at all. Vehi ha'mila ha'neskeret kat. What does it mean, Umal Hashem levavcha. Umal Hashem L'kecha Et levavcha. What does it mean that God will circumcise your heart? What is circumcision of the heart? Circumcision removes the Ola. It removes this piece of of, of, of meat called Ola. Ola means a, a bad section. There's, in trees there's Ola, the part you can't eat. The first three years you don't eat. And there's Ola Talev and there's Ola de Ola is the foreskin. And Ola Talev is what we're describing now. Hiya kan. Mila means to take away the Allah. What is the Allah Ki hachemda Because desire and lust Allah lalev Ul mol halev And therefore circumcision of the heart is Shelo yachmod yitave That he should not desire and not lust. ha'adam <inaudible> bazmanahu in those days the Messiah man will return to that which he was before the sin of the first man. Shehaya, Adam Arishon, also before the sin, Haya Ma He would do naturally, B'tiv'o, I repeat the word, very important word. Haya not that he was a tzaddik before he sinned, but before he sinned, he did bitivo Ma Shara'oi he did not have in His will something and its opposite. In other words, He did not have two possibilities. He did not desire something and its opposite at the same time. As I explained in Sedeh B'Rashit, we're going to come back to that in a second. The man continues, he puts a Pasuk, which I'm going to skip, and he says, bitul uh, obviously, you don't, you no longer desire. There is nothing in your heart pulling you towards evil. You will naturally flow towards the good. That means this is the abolition of the evil inclination of ma'aseyu Hara. But the heart does naturally, in its nature, that which is, which is, ra'uy, that which is proper. Why does he use the expression all the time? It's not that you obey God. It's hard to say there's... Well, I'm not willing to say here that there's a human nature to obey. He says, but it is true human nature, or eventual human nature, it will be then human nature, to to do that which is right, which is appropriate, which is the same thing, of course. That's what God commands. But you're doing it because it's the real truth. It's the real good. And you'll be a good person, so you you flow in the same direction. And he explains this again, and there's one, one could one has a trem- I have a tremendous desire to try to explain to my in a word which will mitigate what he seems to be saying. Namely, that the perfect human being doesn't have free will. But he repeats it over and over again. He says, Be'yadua, Ki Yetzel Lev Hadam, Rami Ne'ura, Pasuken Breshit said that the inclination of the heart of man is evil from his youth. But le'named otam. And therefore, you have to teach them, you have to train people to conquer their inclinations. U'bezmanahu, but in that time, the time of the Mashiach, E'zirchim le'named otam. There will be no moral education. You won't need to train people to be good. But their, their nature, that, that evil inclination which is in man from his youth, will be annulled. It will be non-existent. completely. And therefore there will be no need for moral education. You won't have to train your children. You won't have to admonish you will not have to chastise. You will not have to educate. Different pasuk in Yeheskel. I'll give you a new heart and a new spirit. The new heart means his nature. The new spirit. What is the spirit of man? desire and will you'll have not just a new heart but a new will and a new desire because you will no longer even desire you won't be attracted to you'll have no will in the direction of evil Goheret says that there will come a time when you will say I have in those days no desire Pasher is he's talking about old age and it's a striking, sad, poignant pasuk There will come an age when a man will say, I have no desire left because he's old. And and wife and has lost its taste. It's Shlomo it's, HaMelech, it's speaking pessimistically, dejectedly. But Chazal say, in Shabbat, it's not old age, it's the days of Mashiach. The days of Mashiach are days when In those days there will be no merit and no demerit and no and no uh, uh, guilt. So so Rashi says that it refers to monetary things. There will be no schut, you won't have to make a lot of money because everyone will be rich. There will be no you won't have an obligation There'll be no guilt because people won't be be, be stingy, everybody will have money. But a man does interpret that way. It means literally there'll be no desire then, because there'll be no desire. Man's nature will not include desires. Notice that this makes I think this makes it clear what the man is saying. Because he would have thought till now, what do you mean? there'll be no evil inclination. There would only be good inclination. Ramban is saying there'll be no desire. Because he'll do it naturally. Na- nature and desire are being opposed here. You won't have to tell yourself to do good things. That's why you want to tell your children to do good things. It'll be by nature, it'll be automatic. Remember he said in the beginning of this section that all the days of the Torah man has free will. Why? So that he should have so that he should have merit in his good choice and punishment for his bad choice. But in Yimot HaMashiach, there is no schut no chova. It means no merit and no demerit. Because because you need desire, will, free will to have merit or demerit, reward or punishment. There will be no reward or punishment. There will be no punishment. There will be no reward either. There will be no schut. Because you're doing it naturally. You don't reward a tree for growing. You don't reward an automaton. For doing good things. The Muban appears to be saying that in Yimot HaMashech there will be no Bechiva HaChoshit. No free will. And he accepts the consequences of that. That therefore there will be no chova There will be no guilt or merit. There will only be good, naturally flowing, This comment of the Ramban, lest we think that we haven't understood it, the Ramban says that he explained this basically in Bereshit, when he talked about Adam and In fact, the language in Bereshit is even more extreme. Now read it quickly. The Ramban in Bereshit, Perek Bet, Pasuk Tet, Ve'etz Hada'at Tov Vara. There's a tree, not yet eaten by man, in the Garden of Eden, which is Eitz Hada'at Tov Vara. And the Ramban mentions different pivoshim. Basically, he's arguing with Ibn Ezra. And he gets then his own pivosh. And he says, The best pshat in my eyes, ki adam meaning Adam HaRishon, original man, man did in his nature, naturally, that which is right to do, and now he adds, ashamayim the same way that the stars, the heavens, the planets, do that which they're supposed to do. Emich, emet, yishanu at tafkidam. Look at the comparison. Man, Adam HaRishon, did the good the way the planets revolve around the earth. It's not that they have no Yeh they do to eat tov either. They have no desire. It's their nature. The way a rock falls, it's gravity. Poale emet she po ulatam emet lo yishanu et tafkidam. Ve'ain lahem the planets. Ve'ma asahem ahava osina. There is no love, no hatred. That's parallel to what he called by us ta'avah bchemda, razon b'chepetz. They have no desires, no attractions, no love, and no hatred. U Then he explains the Eitz Haya molid o olara. The Eitz didn't make people choose, didn't have a, it, didn't grant people an attraction to evil. No, he says, it gave people the desire and the will to choose something or its opposite, good or evil. tovara. It doesn't say ra. It's not the tree which gives you a, an attraction to evil. It's the tree which gives you the knowledge, and he says knowledge means will. Explains, I'm going to skip these lines. But he proves that the word ladat means to, to, to want, to will something. Etzadat tovara. It's the tree of the desire of good and bad. And so the Ramban is saying by us that in the future, when the Mashiach comes, we will become like Adam Arishon before he ate from eight Sadat. One more line. He says, When Adam ate the eight Sadat, once he ate from the tree, he now had choice. Free will. Now he has, in his will, to do evil or to do good. Rabban adds the following sentence. The Midat elokim says it's not a bad thing. It's it's a midat elokit. It's an attribute of God on the one hand, adam. But on the other hand, it's evil for man. Biyot loba It's bad because it puts into man inclination and lust. I want to return to something I mentioned in the beginning. The age we live in is the age of Torah. Obviously, the Mabat has a very high opinion of Torah. So the man is not saying it's, it's not like saying you know we live in an age of galut and someday there'll be geula. The galut is a bad thing and geula is a good thing. Here the man says we live in the age of Torah of bechira, and in Bereshit he says Mitsad echad midat elokim. We are living in the age of Torah which is the age of will and choice. Nonetheless, the Ramban says, when the Mashiach comes, that will no longer exist. It won't be the age of Torah. It will be the age of Mashiach. Obviously, the Ramban thinks that it's better not to have Becherach of than to have it. And again, his comparison is, not it's not a theory with the... the, the the temptation is to say that the man is saying that people will be naturally good, meaning it's the same good that now you have to work on. But remember the comparison that he drew in Greshit between Adam and Bishon and the planets and nature. Man without the Chirach of Shit is simply a natural automaton. This was noticed by the Abba Benel, who in the says uh, you know mentions the Ramban doesn't get excited in Bereshit where it's so much starker what the Ramban is doing to a human being taking away his Bechirach of Shet and the Rambanel can simply not swallow what the Ramban has said it's one of the few places I'm aware of where the Rambanel rejects out of hand simply denies says that it's, it's totally wrong Something which Ramban says, not because of Pashani reason, he's a better Pshat, but that it's it's ideologically wrong. Babbanel writes about uh, this thing about Ay Sadat and um, he, he 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 refers to the Ramban and he says um That's what Ramban has written. That before the sin there was no choice or will because man did everything naturally like the heavens and all the planets without love or hatred. He's called Ramban at length. And that the ilan, the tree, caused desire and will that you could choose either good or or bad. This is a strange and unacceptable opinion. Why? The Babanel says that, which I think we were brought up on. The Oh, the natural state of man. Human freedom, human choice and will is the natural state of man. He explains why. Uh, his metaphysics is not important. Because man is created materially, has a body, and he has a, and he has he has intellect. But his main point is that that's the natural state of man. It must be that way. Rabbi now quotes a very famous midrash. Vinei tov zayetzah hatov, maod zayetzah hara. Vinei tov maod. It says, every day vinei tov. I look him at zeb ki tov. On the last day after creating man, it says vinei tov maod. What is very good? As I'll say, tov, the good inclination. Maod, very good, the evil inclination. Having two inclinations, having choice. Having internal debate, that's very good. The entirety of the goodness and perfection of man. Freedom of the will is the perfection of man. How can you imagine that Adam HaVishon, and of course, how can you imagine that the future of man, the Bracha, the promise of God: You will do tshuva, and then you will become without free will. Everybody else thinks that this is denying, this is uprooting the perfection of man. A man without bichilach of shit is flawed. lo haya adam. A man without free will is not a man. And then he gives another pshat as to what eitzadat Tobarah means. So, what does Ramban really mean? The answer is he really means what he says. I, I, I don't think it's possible to deny the meaning of this Ramban. I just want to add one point. For the Ramban, something we've seen in the past, we're getting close to the end of the Torah and the end of the series, the different things we've seen in the Ramban. You have to remember the Ramban the world is a reflection of God. Sin exists, as we saw once in the past, because we've broken the connection with God. When you repair your connection with God, God is close to you, so that the emanations of God, the Spirit of God, flows into the world, and the world, so to speak, I'm going to put it, looks like God. Evil is annulled. It's very difficult for the Ramban to speak of the world being perfect and also having free will, because free will only exists in a vacuum. It exists when you've taken God out of the, out of the equation. If God is here, I don't have free will, because I, I respond naturally. Yes, naturally. What? Oh, if, if you're right in front of God, then of course you're attracted to Him. The reason why we have free will is because God is absent. This was later on. It's not the Ramban, but later on, in a different Kabbalist, in the Kabbalah of the Ari, it's where the notion of Tzim Tzum comes from. The world exists in a vacuum. And God has to not exist for the world to exist. If, the Motha Mashiach, you return, and God returns, shav Hashem Elokech Shvutcha if we return onto each other, the closer you are to God, closer you are to perfection, the less the possibility of being anything else has to exist. So the Amban says that yes, the Imman doesn't deny the Rav deep-seated belief that Pichalach of shit is an amazing good. The man tries to hold on to the two sides, which is not so difficult for the man because he's used to being paradoxical. There is man haTorah in which man deserves, merits, reward, and and also punishment. But man earns merit because he made his own good. But metaphysically, that that morally is in fact a a better state. But metaphysically, it's a deficient state. And in fact, amazing paradox, the moral good created in a world of free will is dependent on its being metaphysically deficient. It's a world without God. Or with a break between the direct apprehension of God. And so the Ramban is saying that there are two epochs. There's Zman HaTorah. And I repeat again, Zman HaTorah means a good time. It's the Torah. The Torah is everything for the Ramadan. This man at man we, we're told what to do and we, we respond by choosing to obey the mitzvot. And then there's a time, which is a future time, when the world begins to return to God. We once had a Ramban that spoke about how not in a future time, but in some greater future time, the world will completely be reabsorbed and reabsorbed into God and won't exist anymore. So you of the Ramban, the Jubilee. But the world is in a state of moving away and coming close. Moving away has its benefit. It allows you to make good. Coming close has its benefit. It makes everything good. And Zerub Ramban, yes, genuinely aspires. If you love the good, as Ramban does, and he hopes you do, then you really aspire to be one with it. And once you're one with good, then. then your nature is after circumcision. Then there's nothing left of the Allah. And if that means not just that you will be good, but that you will be good naturally, you will be good without avavisina. No loves and no hates, no desires and no lusts. No will. But just like the heavenly bodies who do God's will as their nature, then Rabban the says so be it. That's that in fact is what anyone who has free will should be using it for. It's the paradox of free will. The paradox of free will in the eyes of the Ramban. It's perfectly okay to disagree with Ramban, as the Ibn does. And I'll say right now, in the end, my heart is with the Ibn the But I think it's important to understand the Ramban. The Ramban is saying the paradox of free will is that you should aspire to get rid of it. Free will You should freely choose the good. But to choose the good means to choose to be the good. Not just to do it. To become one with it. And if you choose the good, if you choose to be one with the good, then you will be good. And when you are good, you no longer have neither the possibility, nor the desire, nor the will that would allow you to be the opposite. Right cannot choose to be dark. And the good does not choose to be evil. Become good which you have to use your free will for. That's why the man, even in this point, says it begins with tshuva. When you will do tshuva, then God will come and complete. So that we saw in the very beginning, Haba that God helps you, it doesn't mean help you to do the talech of tshuva. It helps you, the new interpretation of the man is, you will do tshuva, and God will help you achieve the goal of tshuva. You will say, I want to be good, and God will help you become Good. And the good is, I can't get away from the face, Lamb is willing to pay. The good is, he who has no longer free will, who is not torn between good and evil, but he is simply, coherently, and uniformly, good. That is the goal of tshuva. And I think, that we can agree with Amban in, in terms of the psychological goal. If you aspire for less, then you're not really doing tshuva. Tshuva has to become completely good as to whether or not you will become completely good and then lose the ability to aspire, that I think we have to leave for the Ramban and the Ababanel to continue to argue about. And that's it for today. She will be back um, next week. And until then, Kol Tov from KMTT Kimitsion Teitzei Torah Hashem Yerushalayim.